0: A very
1: healthy marriage. Like initially, when I met you, I wanted to kill you. <laughs> now I just want to spend the rest of my life with you. <laughs> living, living, well oh, and, well oh, and well, life, this put together. Oh, We feel it. Take care, Take care, of, of, care ourselves.
0: of
1: ourselves. Hello, and welcome back to the Wishing You Well podcast, where we help you navigate your wellness journey each and every week. I'm Amy Albero. And I'm Katherine Van Eyck.
0: We are both licensed therapists and talking to you about all things wellness, especially today. We're talking about wellness trends for 2024 or
1: predicted wellness trends Mm of 2024. Yes. And some of these were exciting to see. And some of them I was like, Mm -hmm. so I'm excited to talk about them together.
0: Yeah, we're going to talk about them and we're going to play a little game
1: uh, whether or not we want to keep them. So before we get into all of that, like these wellness trends, we have to check in and do our weekly self-care check-in. But just to like give a little behind the scenes um peek into the Wishing You All podcast, this is actually Catherine and my first time recording together since September 20 something of 2023. Date of recording is January 17th. So we haven't like done a full-on self-care check-in. In months. Whoa! <laughs> so you had a baby. <laughs> oh, I had a baby.
0: <laughs> Just a little life change.
1: <laughs> Just a, a light, light bit of news. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that happened, and mm-hmm. now
0: self care is a whole different ball game. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> or I do like it. I don't like that I don't have it in the way that I did. That's, that's been, that's yeah. been very good. So it looks different. Yes. Looks very different. Um, Which I think you and I will totally unpack some more in an upcoming episode. Mm-hmm. But I won't go into that too much. I will say that, to be honest, I have no idea what my self-care is today. <laughs> Okay. My skin is dry. <laughs> my hair is blah. <laughs> Beauty self-care is out the window today. Not feeling myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's gonna be back to basics. Stealing from Amy. My self-care today is drinking from my Stanley knockoff. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Drinking lots of water and maybe that'll help my damn dry skin.
1: Mm-hmm. That can right. And sometimes like that's like all we can that's all we can do, right? We can just do the best we can with what we have. And if water hydration is it, like that's it's gotta be enough.
0: Yeah. Sorry to anybody that was looking forward to something
1: spicier. Um, but <laughs> it is <a> bland <laughs> water today. <laughs> well, let me just and and speaking of like basics, like are you sleeping? Are you eating? Like all that kind of stuff. Are you getting sunlight? It's okay. Cold. That's, that's,
0: those are good to note. Um, sleeping. Mm, no. Um, I finally know what your life is like. <laughs> being an insomniac. Yeah, just maybe, being oh, I should, yes. I should text you in the middle of the night now, actually.
1: I'm awake. <laughs>
0: um, yeah. So sleeping is, is, A fun little game now of like ooh, when's baby gonna wake up how much how much time will i get before she does i can kind of predict when she's gonna wake up now like she's pretty consistent with habitually waking up at the same time every night but she's always waking up at least two times a night sometimes four that's great that's a great time if she does that um but if it's like two i can handle it and i feel like a normal human the next day um last night it was it was two and then she snuggled up with us at like four in the morning for two more hours and mm-hmm. that was lovely. So I feel okay sleepwise today, which is yes. really nice. Um eating, eating I have um prioritized from the get-go. Started off with people feeding me and now I can do that myself. So I do make sure that I get all the nutrients in um and all the all the calories in because I need mm-hmm. a lot. Mm -hmm. um when you're breastfeeding you need a lot so I'm definitely making sure I'm doing that good yeah not hungry
1: that's good that's good okay Mm -hmm. so like basic needs are are kind of getting met ish yes Mm -hmm. yeah ish Ish is good self-care ish
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) self-care light self-care light yeah Mm -hmm. how about you um, yeah, I mean, I did not just have a baby. But this the past three months have been, you know, filled with a lot of different things that I, of course, can fill you and our audience in on on another day. But I, I feel like I'm cheating a little bit because I'm doing a self care check in coming off of vacation and being in Miami where it is, you know, 75 and sunny. Um, So it doesn't feel um fair in a sense. But self care i've i've really um toward the end of 2023 like reached a peak burnout point in in a place that i haven't been in like literally years and so i've like really tried to prioritize self care in a different way like much more proactive and intentional way with like building in even if it's like um a 478 breath like a paced breathing exercise every day just to kind of get that practice going um, I have been prioritizing sleep, and I bought um, a sleep mask that also has headphones in. Um, and so I've been putting on on Insight Timer either a sleep meditation or a, like kind of an ambient noise to fall asleep to every night, and that has been a game changer. Sorry, Catherine, to rub this. <laughs> but it's made such a huge impact. So wow. I'm feeling a bit more rested. And I think I'm just, like, trying to keep the momentum going so I can, like, keep these habits for when life will inevitably get busy, Mm -hmm. I mean, imminently, um, with the start of, like, semester, like, school semesters and and whatnot. So self-care is feeling like I'm almost having to forge a new path because I feel like I completely, I mean, my self-care was, like, in an oblivion state, it was bad. So I'm feeling like I'm having to relearn things all again. And like, I guess in some way, similar to you, like you're having to like figure out what self-care looks like now. And I feel like I'm in the same place of like rebuilding, like what taking care of myself means and looks like in a, in a sustainable way. But the prioritizing sleep and like some breathwork practice has been great. I, I'm so happy for you that you
0: finally found something that's worked.
1: I mean, knock on wood, Um, but so far so good. I've been really thinking about our episode with Dr. Sarah Silverman and like really thinking about how to better prioritize my sleep and sleep hygiene and just also thinking about some of like the negative cognitions I have around sleep and like... So if you haven't listened to that episode, definitely highly recommend. So that's been really helpful. So I figured, like, I've been just trying to say, like, a good night's sleep will set me up for success, like, undoubtedly. So I'm really, really trying to focus on that.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, and uh, this kind of goes for everyone, but I feel like, not especially for you, but you've emphasized enough on this podcast how you're, like, when you are consistent, you Are so observant of all those benefits and (laughs) when you're not you're like what the hell just happened
1: yeah yes so so let's see I mean we'll be checking in every week now so uh, I'll continue to give a a sleep update but so far so good all right shall we we shall let's do
0: it so we are talking about wellness trends for 2024. And there are a ton of lists out there. We grabbed this one from Forbes um, and they have a ton of, a ton of things on their list, things that we like and maybe don't like so much. And we're going to let you know which ones we think are legit.
1: Yes. And which ones I think we'd actually try to. Yes. Mm -hmm. So we'll, we'll go through them one by one, maybe define them or describe them and then maybe talk about the likelihood that we'd use them or maybe how how we see them fitting into wellness from like um I don't want to say like a realistic way. I mean that's the point of our podcast, right? All right. So let's do number one. Vagus nerve stimulation. Yes. This is an interesting one. But so they they define it as um essentially doing a simple stimulation of your cranial nerve that can counteract the fight or flight response. But that's just a fancy way of saying doing deep breathing and mindfulness. I'm also humming, laughing, I'm engaging in joyfulness that, that does do such good things to the nervous system and helps um, turn on our um, parasympathetic nervous system and, and helps us create a sense of calm. Like that's the very fancy way of saying like mindfulness is legit and it can help you feel calm. That was what I got from that. Is that what you were hearing? Yeah. And apparently there was a
0: a TikTok trend of Mm -hmm. like hashtag Vegas nerve stimulation. Mm -hmm. Um, So naturally I had to look it up. Um, And I I just, this is one of the things that I love seeing out there. It's like, yeah, why not push mind body connection? Why not push ways for you to make yourself feel better in times of stress or ways to prevent yourself from getting too stressed. Like, yeah, why not? Let's tell the masses, but like, not let's not make it trendy. Let's make it something that sticks.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And what I do like about this particular w- one of, of the 10 that are listed, and there are a few of them that kind of fit into this category for me, are, are things that are, again, are accessible and effective. We know that they work. Um, and like you had said, like, why why make it trendy? Like, why not just make it part of our daily routine? There's so much great um, research and evidence to support like the benefits of breathing and mindfulness. So, I mean, if it helps to like make it trendy for people to to want to try to do it, I'm all for it. Um, but like, it's really good stuff. So I'm like, I'm glad this is a good one to kick us off with because this made me really excited to feel like we're on the same page with Forbes here. <laughs> but then. <laughs> oh, yes. But next. <laughs> well, actually,
0: this, one, this next one I, I do like, and especially going off of what you said your self-care it has been, um, what you've prior- been prioritizing, at least, the idea of sleep tourism. So that's their number two. Um, traveling with the intention to rest and recharge. Seems obvious, uh, mm-hmm. but supposedly hotels like Hilton and are catering towards the idea of like developing these kinds of spaces that promote that kind of thing instead of just like oh here's your bed it's like mm-hmm. here's this room for you to really like feel rejuvenated and rested and like ooh
1: mm-hmm. count, like
0: help me in I want to I want to go to that hotel room
1: yeah. Yeah. No, I, I do think that that is a cool um angle, I guess, especially like also from a marketing perspective, but, but that they have started to think about when you are like staying, when you are on vacation, like what helps make it as restful as possible. And that, yeah, that, that a room is so much more than like where you put your belongings, that, in order for it to be maybe a well-rounded, again, restful vacation that like how you sleep and your sleep atmosphere really, really matter. So that was, that was cool to kind of think about is like what those amenities look like. And, and I was trying to reflect on some of my experiences, like on, on vacations or at different places I've stayed and thinking about like, was the room really set up for a good night's sleep? Like, did they consider that? And there have definitely been places that I've stayed where, like, the room does get really, really dark at night. And then there are places where it's loud or, like, you know, the, the curtains, like, let a lot of light through, that kind of stuff. The bed isn't super comfortable. And so it was, again, as someone who struggles with sleep, like, nice to know that this is something that, you know, or, uh, companies are thinking about. Right, right. And I like how you said
0: it's a good marketing tactic, mm-hmm. but, like, it's, a, it's such a nice angle to take on on like, how can we get somebody who maybe is traveling around this bustling city? How can we get them to come to our hotel? That's like, we know that they're just there for a bed, but like, if they're there for a bed, let's make them there for this
1: bed. I mean, granted, when I come to Miami, I'm I'm sleeping in like my home, but I was thinking about because I'm going to be traveling back and forth so much. I was like, you know, this is what like business people do. Like they like are basically commuting during the week via plane and getting to their destination or sometimes by car, they're staying in hotels. Like you're like, my sleep is so disrupted. And so I was just because I'm getting up at three in the morning or sometimes two in the morning and then working a full day. And, and, and then I was thinking about like, wow, how cool, how, how much healthier, is that for people that do travel a lot um, to to have like sleep such a um, priority in, in where they're staying and what their accommodations look like, because that's what I feel like really impacts um, me so much is especially when I'm traveling a lot and my schedule is off and my sleep is off. So it's, I was also kind of thinking about that from like people that do just travel for necessity, not even for pleasure, that that is something that is kind of being considered. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Should we go to the next one? Mm-hmm. Which I'm going to not pronounce well. Unless do you know how to pronounce this one? No, I was happy that you were going to do it. <laughs> um so, the next one is called dolce far niente. Yeah. Sure? Yeah. Well, in Italian, it means the sweetness of doing nothing. And um, and so what Forbes basically said about this is that they, um, they were doing some research um, at resorts around the world and uh, basically this idea that as a society we're overstressed and overscheduled, um, there is like little time for joy and self-care and all of that kind of stuff. And so they're kind of borrowing from the practice of Italian cultures in this idea of kind of having a practice of doing nothing so letting go of maybe the hustle and bustle and just having a practice where you clear your brain and your schedule in order to feel more relaxed um so kind of borrowing from that siesta type of mentality maybe
0: yeah um I wrote down that this is like a tattoo I would want to get one day (laughs) or something I love I love the idea of this. I love that like there are words for this and that's mm-hmm. that makes it special in its own right. Like we don't have that in American culture and that says something about American culture.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Yes, for sure. Like uh, the fact that this like made me a little anxious um just the idea of like oh my god, I'm like I have to do nothing like speaks to a, the way that I am conditioned here, um, mm-hmm. but just how how foreign, no pun intended, it really is for us in this, like, our, our society, our culture. Well, and
0: I think that it's also telling that we both are probably looking at this and we're like, oh, so how do I do that?
1: How do we do nothing? <laughs> what do I need to set myself up
0: so I can do nothing? like? <laughs> Like I need a tool, I need a wearable, I need a, I need an event. Like, I don't know how this will be trendy because I don't know how to do it.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Like it's one of those things. It's like kind of, it almost feels so, again, I'm using the word foreign, like so far from what I can fathom. Like it's such a vague construct to me that I'm like, what does this look like? Like somebody spell it out for me. Like somebody show me what this looks like. Like I can't even picture it. Like, my my pronunciation of it was terrible. Like, my conception of it is even worse. <laughs> but hold on. I'm kind of curious. I'm going to type this into Google and see if it can pronounce it for us. Oh, good idea. Dolce Farniente, Italian.
0: You're Italian enough. <laughs> you did it. I got close. Dolce Farniente. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be <laughs>
1: okay so now now we have a sense of how to pronounce it so maybe that will get us closer to like actually understanding how to do it yeah sure this this i'm gonna do some googling of i want to i want to learn more about this one i'm like flagging this as one of these 10 that i'm i'm quite interested in yeah okay i want you to report back in (laughs) yourself (laughs) yeah All right, the next one seems very appropriate for you to intro.
0: I knew you were going to say that because I've talked about the Blue Zones for forever. Um, First of all, so the the next one is Blue Zone Diets. Um, And this is coming off of, there was a Netflix docu-series that came out about the Blue Zone Diet called Live to
1: 100.
0: -hmm. Um, Basically, for anyone that doesn't know, the Blue Zones are five, Places at least five right now um, in the world that where people live the longest. There they have the most centenarians that live there. There's Costa Rica, a, a place in Costa Rica, um, Loma Linda, California. There's Sardinia, Italy. There's Okinawa, Japan, and there's uh, Ikaria, Greece or Ikaria, Greece. And all of these places have something in common where it's like they have. Uh, certain diets that are similar. They have certain uh, ways of living that are similar, like uh, a certain purpose or, um, uh, the amount of, of supports and and relationships that they have. So those, they they just found it's, it's an anecdotal research, but they just found that all of these places have this certain thing in common and that they have all these people living to a hundred or more. So I like, I loved the blue zones like a few years ago. Um, Really, just kind of like fell in love with the whole concept, and obviously, like, of course, I want to live to 100. So I was just diving into how I could do that. Um, but I mainly love the lifestyle part, uh, and that's more so because the diet thing can kind of like be pretty variable across all of them. And so I think the diet one isn't at some isn't necessarily something that we should all go off of. But nonetheless, it's like a very healthy, nutritious mm-hmm. diet. Um, so look into it if you want, but, uh, the lifestyle part is really great. And, um, I'm sure it's just trending because the documentary series came out,
1: mm-hmm. but yeah, what do you, what
0: do you think about it?
1: Yeah, I think, I think it's great. Like you said, the the lifestyle part of it and, and that it really does focus on the mind body connection and focuses on the importance of community and relationships as, again, things that also nourish you along with like food and a, um whether it's like certain fo- foods to prioritize or focus on um and maybe like a mindset around food, like that, like people can kind of take or leave. But I, I like the concept of um really thinking about um not only what we eat, but like who we surround ourselves by, like what we do with our body, how we prioritize sleep, like you said, like the, the lifestyle part of it. I, I really like that that is such an emphasis of this like I, I hate calling it a diet because that that feels like it um makes it so much more narrow than than it actually is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No, that's a, that's a great point. I mean, it it really does expand so much
0: farther than that and uh, I know that one thing that really st- continues to stick out to me after I read the book a few years ago is this Okinawan word which maybe I won't pronounce this one correctly. Um <laughs> but I think it's ikigai and that's the reason for being. And Mm -hmm. so they all have this icky guy that they follow um, throughout their life. And I think it's such a great kind of like foundation for somebody to have while they go along and they do everything that they do. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not necessarily like someone's purpose, but it's like taking that abstract idea of what's my purpose and just finding something that you really love and attaching yourself to that and saying like, this is my reason for everything that I do. Hmm. Maybe another
1: tattoo I'll get someday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not all tatted out. Let's just put that up there. <laughs> um, so everyone has their own icky guy. Is that? Yeah. Cool. I like it. Like, like this
0: one woman's, uh, icky guy was, um, like walking up to, um, like the top of this hill every single day. That it's as simple as that, it doesn't have to be so profound or something. It, it's literally just to be able to do that. That's very mm. key. Mm-hmm. Love it.
1: Wow, I love that. It is simple. Mm. All right,
0: next, speaking of different cultures, um, next is Olympias
1: and spiritual hygiene. Um, so yes, this one um really does have an emphasis and focus on um spiritual hygiene and the the limpias comes from latin american culture and a lot of what this particular wellness trend i guess or practice is um involving is around energy um adjusting energy and vibrations and um resetting frequencies that kind of thing um thinking about and clearing beliefs that don't serve you. So it it was actually reminding me a lot of our interview with, um, with a, like, I guess this, that was like uh, the end of 2023 and a lot of what she was kind of talking about and the impact that doing this kind of energy and spiritual work um, has had for her and her life and what it's done for her clients. So I was, I was thinking a lot about her in that conversation when I was reading this.
0: Yeah, so was I. Um, and and I'm actually just really intrigued by, um, how this particular way of of spiritual hygiene is different from like Reiki mm-hmm. or other energy healing practices. So I'd love to learn more about it. I mean, I I've never done any of those either, but mm-hmm. like just the fact I, I like the whole. There was a quote in this that was um getting get somebody was getting his spiritual oil changed. Mm. I mean, whoa,
1: don't we all need that every now and then? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that. And I think, you know, it's it's cool to see something like this on a a wellness trends list of 2024. Like it does show how much we have shifted and and some of these that like we're going to get to in a second also like show kind of how we have how far we've come, because I think, you know, even just a few years ago, you would say something like, you know, shifting your vibration or raising your frequency. And people would be like, you sound like a lunatic or, um, and, and there is, uh, so, so much, I guess, evidence, whether that's um, anecdotal or not, that indicates that something like this can be really, really helpful. I've never done it before. I think there's still a part of me that's not skeptical, like almost a little um, nervous about like letting someone in to like shift my energy if I'm being super honest. It's like, again, okay. not a skepticism. It's almost like I I believe that it really works. And I'm like, what's that going to be like? <laughs> I know it's so it's so intimate. It's like somebody like getting inside of your brain. Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess yeah. they could say that about therapists too, but this feels <laughs> a little different. <laughs> um, but it's something I might like. It might be on my like want to try list. Um, but yeah, I feel like I'd have to like talk to a few more people that have done it and like learn. Like I I want to do more like personal research on on it. Agreed. Okay. Next up is immersive ASMR. So um, ASMR has, like, gotten more popular, of course, over the years. Um, so immersive ASMR is um, – actually, how is it different? So it's, like um, – Like more it's VR? Like, it's,
0: like, having, like, AI or virtual reality of it. So instead of, like, like the actual physical, like, tapping of your um, – of your keyboard be the ASMR. It's like, like, I think it's literally like putting on VR glasses Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. like getting that experience through that.
1: Yeah. So a little, like a, almost like a layer deeper of this experience. Yeah. Or like, instead of like, I
0: I guess it's even that much more intentional about it. Cause Mm -hmm. I think like ASMR can kind of just like catch you, right? Like Mm -hmm. if you're just like in a room and then you hear someone whispering, like it can just have that effect on you. But then this is like, Ooh, let me like get my ASMR.
1: Yes. Know. Yeah. What is your, are you an ASMR person? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think like
0: even, even so like when I first started hearing about this, that seemed like so foreign to me, I was so confused. And I think I heard about it from one of our marketing interns initially I was like what's going on out there Mm -hmm. (laughs) um I think it's I think it's a cool
1: concept I just I don't know I haven't it hasn't caught on to me Mm -hmm, yeah you know what I'm thinking about um season one of the White Lotus where Mm -hmm. um the two like college students basically the um I forget Sydney Sweeney and whatever Mm -hmm. her friend's name was like they like get high and they do ASMR with like the light like flicking the lighter um in their ears and like I, whatever else they're doing. Um, yeah. And but long that's my only like that's the closest exposure I have to ASMR. Wait, wait, can I just say I thought you were gonna say it with the white lotus soundtrack. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the warble
0: <laughs> that'd be
1: the weirdest ASMR like <laughs> fetish. Uh, But I, I, ASMR, like I know for, for so many people, like ASMR is something that like feels like, I don't know, really calming. I imagine like if, if there's like some sort of substance use involved, like it might heighten the experience, but ASMR is actually something for me that like has the opposite effect where I think it like, it almost feels like nails on a chalkboard for me, like these kinds of, Um, like, sounds or sensations or, like, light touches, like, whatever that, like, I just, um, like, um, if you're watching us on YouTube, you can see, like, I'm, like, recoiling. (laughs) Um, So this is, like, not it for me, but I know that it's very um, helpful to so many people. Unless, do waves crashing count? Mm. Hmm. I will have to Google. Because if waves crashing count, count, then I'm totally in. That's like a sound that I listen to or like um, a rainstorm. That's like part of my ambient noises that like put me to sleep at night. So I don't know what like counts for ASMR. Okay. Another thing to look more into. Yes. Okay. It sounds like we're coming away with this with like more questions.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, The next therapeutic psychedelics. Mm. I have heard a lot about this in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, also speaking of Netflix documentaries, um, did you watch How to Change Your Mind? No. So that was one where um it was based off of a book that Michael Pollan wrote and it it talks about all of all of these psychedelics, M- MDMA, um, psilocybin and like how how it can have these therapeutic effects on people um and how over the years it or like that that's like I think I think they said that's where it was initially developed and then it kind of just like got Mm -hmm. off track and then that's when we found all these you know other issues among them Mm -hmm. um but very fascinating very fascinating to think that these drugs that were once only seen as like Big no-nos um <laughs> could really have positive effects on people and mm-hmm. especially with like PTSD, anxiety, depression.
1: Right, right. And and for both of us as therapists, like I know there have been so many more trainings around like just being more informed about these things, like from a practitioner standpoint, because they are becoming very, very popular and widely used to treat, as you're saying, like. PTSD, depression, um, et cetera. So like, even from our our perspective as therapists, like we're really getting a lot more information or opportunities to, to grow our knowledge base here um, because it's becoming more widely used. Yeah.
0: I think the problem in calling this like trendy is that yeah. like, somebody might read this and be like, ooh, let me get me some of that. And like, <laughs> like that's not <laughs> what they're trying to say here. But it really still is something that needs to be highly regulated and like very, 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 very small doses of Mm -hmm. these things. Like, I don't even know what kind of micrograms of something that you'd be taking.
1: Right. I mean, I definitely have had people, whether it's like um, clients or just like people in my life have said like, oh, I've heard, for example, like. Uh, mushrooms are are really helpful to depression or to PTSD. Like, so I think I'm just going to microdose and try it. And it's like, again, as you're saying, like, yes, there is all of this really good research, but that doesn't mean like, just give it a whirl, like definitely yeah. do it under the um, oversight of a professional um, in this aspect, because you yeah. could really um, have a really bad experience or a bad journey. Um, so definitely- if you're interested in this find a reputable credentialed trained practitioner to support you in it yeah it's still a drug still a drug yeah and it's this is literally your mind we're talking about here so like we want to be of course careful with it mm-hmm. okay i
0: love this next one and i don't want to like spoil my spoiler game later but mm-hmm. i really really love this next one um cycle syncing, uh, where you actually balance your hormones based on things that you are eating, um, eating and and moving the ways that Mm -hmm. you're moving your body. So you can sync your menstrual cycle with, by eating certain foods and by, and then you should also move your body a certain way at different times of the month, depending on which Mm -hmm. phase of your cycle you're in. Like this is something that's like huge right now. And Mm -hmm. something that's like, Per- very personal to me, um that I've been trying to do this for the last couple of years, and I gotta say it worked <laughs> the last three months. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have something to say for it. Um, yeah, this one's just like a wow factor for me,
1: yeah, okay, all right, so i I see what you're saying like we're we're going with our with our game later. yeah, this is this is really cool to see it's on here. I'm not surprised it's on here. Um, we will have a guest at some point soon to t- talk more about this. I'm super excited about this. I mean, you and I talk all the time about like how little research there is around like just women's bodies and women's health. And so it's it's cool to see that like we're finally catching up and we're using this information to, to learn more about like, like our bodies, our cycles are so different than men. So to be able to have this information to arm arm us well and just feel more empowered around like, and just understand more about like how our body works and and how our body functions and how we can best take care of it, like feels so exciting. Um, And also feels so validating. Like when there are just certain times of of my cycle where I'm like, oh, I like can't push myself as hard or don't have endurance or feel so weak. Um, it's like oh this is why like it's not just me being lazy or tired or whatever so i'm i'm excited that there's so much more of an emphasis on this for sure it's
0: exciting
1: yes so more to come from us on that mm-hmm. well, not necessarily from us but a guest of ours yep. soon okay next up we have ai-powered precision nutrition and also kind of not surprising to see something AI focused on here, given, again, the way AI has sort of like taken over, um, especially within this last year. But essentially, the idea with AI-powered precision nutrition is, is I mean, it kind of says it all in the name, just that we um, there are a lot of um, avenues to get much more precise with um, how we can eat to best kind of fuel our body. And, um, and so whether it's through, I mean, there's so many ways to do it now, whether it's through like, um, blood tests or, um, continuous glucose monitors. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. Which are amazing. Um, I love how like different food company, like you can find out different food combinations and different, just different foods that you can eat that will spike your blood sugar. And that, um, like these things aren't just for people with diabetes anymore. They're making Mm -hmm. them now for everybody. um, because it's so important to keep your blood sugar from, from spiking. Um, it's, it's pretty, this is, this is a really cool one. I really, I think this is, um, really special and very, again, kind of like the last one, just very telling of where things are headed and where Mm -hmm. people are so focused on. Um, when it comes to their overall health and optimizing their health.
1: Totally. Totally. And I, I think the only thing that I really worry about with this is that it can for like a, a, I'd say like a particular type of person or personality, like can become something that becomes really obsessive. I'm thinking about like orthorexia where, you know, someone becomes like highly obsessive about health or their health. Um, and so like, this is definitely a slippery slope. If that's like part of your personality, um, or you have maybe a history with disordered eating or something like that. That that it could, it might not be as helpful to you. It might be more harmful to you. So this is probably one of those things where you really need to know yourself um, mm-hmm. to know if this will be something that's used for for good or for like un- unease for you. Yeah.
0: And the last one on the list is rocking. Walking, basically walking with a weighted vest.
1: Mm-hmm. We've amped up the hot girl walk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> weighted girl walk. It was no longer enough. Let's mm-hmm. add a pack. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I've done this before. It's actually really hard. I bet. Uh, and then also like if you just do it with a tiny human, it's also a version of it strap them
1: on
0: too. <laughs> you know, I think this is like a nice yeah, it's it's like we get up the hot girl walk, and like mm-hmm. that's the nice way to put it. It's like mm-hmm. we all know walking so great for us. Here's here's let's throw in this other thing and mm-hmm. and make it a little a little more tough. A little mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Do you think like I I mean, again in Miami like everyone's out and about walking and not that this doesn't exist in other places, but I see a lot of like ankle weights, weighted walks. Do you think that that could count? Or do you think it's about just having the extra weight on your chest?
0: I don't know. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder like, we'd have to look into Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) uh, how the weight
0: distribution like would play a part in it. Right. And like, like, you know, like the classic mom walk of like having Mm -hmm. little, um, dumbbells in your hand like does yeah. that count I don't right. know right or is this like just its own version of a heavier walk
1: right right I don't know yeah and I, I you know rucking is associated with like building endurance and um like better heart health and a, a, like burning more calories of course and so yeah I'm, I'm curious about these other ways to do weighted walks or weighted workouts and and if those things have the same effect Mm -hmm. I rocked in the grocery store yesterday (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) how how heavy was your your weight
0: um pushing 16 pounds
1: (laughs) oh my gosh she's a she's a chonker (laughs) that is that's heavy I mean like that's a a lot to always hold after a while yeah That's, that's heavy it's a heavy rock yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to body shame your baby. I'm just you know. Know. neither am <laughs> I. I love rolls but, but yeah, that that gets heavy after a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After an hour, I'm like, we're done. <laughs> okay, so those are the ten. Those are them. So, we thought we would play a little game you might be familiar with and again apologies in advance for the profanity but we thought we would do a little fuck marry kill as it relates to these um these trends so how are we defining each of these categories fuck would be like something that you maybe wanna try um marry would be something that you really want to kind of like commit to and kill would be like something that you don't want to do like hate that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Okay. And I'm actually changing mine since I prepared.
1: Oh, okay. I'm 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 changing
0: what I want to kill because I was like actually like, oh, I kind of like that now.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Interesting. All right. You'll have to give us some insight as we go through.
0: All right. Which one will you fuck?
1: I am definitely I'm kind of like going in between um the Dolce Far Niente um, and the spiritual hygiene. I'm like kind of those aren't things that I I think I can sustain mm-hmm. or want to. <laughs> um, but I'm like kind of interested. Like they kind of like I'm I'm intrigued. Like I think it could be fun time, <laughs> memorable experience perhaps. Um, so I'm like I'm kind of torn between the two of those one that you might brag about that you've tried <laughs> one that I might like feel a little like embarrassed about
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the last it goes on a list and you don't think yeah. about it <laughs>
1: right right yes <laughs> so that's that's kind of what I was dabbling with what about you mine was Dolce Farniente oh okay for the when, exactly reasons like I
0: don't yeah. think that I would keep up I f- that it's something that I just like want to give it
1: give it a go give it a try
0: yeah
1: yeah okay what about Mary
0: uh if I wasn't as obvious as I thought that I was um <laughs> cycle sinking.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: um I yeah this is something I, I was did on and off for years for different reasons um and then the last reason was hey my cycle is really irregular i want to get it regular so that i know when i'm ovulating so i can try to freaking have a baby mm-hmm. um and then that's what i'm saying worked uh um or so i think that that's the um source of what worked um i think that this is just so powerful and so powerful for women in general, because we are just so different. We're built so different to have, um, like to have a, uh, what is it that men, men's hormones recycle every 24 hours and hours are every 28 days. So, or more, you know, if you're someone like me, um, so that just goes to show how Focus. we do need to be on these kinds of things and how powerful it can be when we are. So I am marrying this. I am, I am, you know, going to have a 50 year anniversary with this marriage.
1: <laughs> I love it. You know, I, I was kind of, to- again, torn between cycle syncing also, but figured you might, you might take that one. So I, I would like to marry the vagus nerve stimulation I feel like that is it would it would lead to a very happy, peaceful life if it was something that I could commit to. And I, I feel like I'd be very happy in a long-term relationship with some more consistent regular mindfulness, basically. So I'm, happily
0: ever after.
1: I, I would. I'd live happily ever after. <laughs> like even the thought of it like brings some calm and some ease. So yeah, I think I'd like to to marry that. I mean, if it didn't work out, I would seek out the um, cycle sinking as a, like a second marriage, but. Okay. And when you'd be ignoring vagus nerve
0: stimulation, your marriage would be so off. You would be so right. off. That mind-body connection. Yes. Would be off.
1: <laughs> it's really true. So it would like really- need to be a commitment like Mm -hmm. I would really need to be in it to win it and you know I have high value of marriage so I feel I feel good about my ability to also have a a 50-year anniversary down the line okay who are you killing um ASMR can get the fuck out I (laughs) I cannot get out of here I just it like really (laughs) makes me stressed to think about and i mean again caveat if if waves crashing counts then i'll I'll come back and you know edit my statement but just yeah asmr i'm i'm not i'm just like not here for and then and then if if i'm wrong about what asmr means then i would i would kill off um the ai powered nutrition because I would be that person that would probably like just get too obsessive where it would just like take up so much of my time and I could imagine myself at the grocery store like agonizing um so I feel like so maybe I'll just change my answer in case I don't know enough about that ASMR I'm gonna I'm gonna kill AI powered pre- precision nutrition that I would be in the camp of like not healthy for me so yeah that's where I am I mean, tell me how you really feel. <laughs> I'm holding nothing back from you, Catherine. It's been too long. Oh,
0: no, it's been too long. Keep <laughs> going. Uh, so I was originally going to kill sleep tourism. Oh. Um. And then when we really started talking about... <laughs> I When we really started talking about it, I really started to think about the shady places that I've stayed. <laughs> and how... I, Could have gotten a better sleep and it could have made that vacation better. (laughs) Um, I actually really like that one. And I would, if there was like an equivalent to an Airbnb website of like, where am I going to get my best night's sleep? Because I just want to like go and explore this great place and then like fall into bed somewhere. Um, I would, I would be all up on that website. Um, Hmm. so should I amend that? I don't know. But, uh that should, that should be a thing. And, a
1: thing.
0: um, I'm no longer killing it. I actually might want to marry it if I traveled. <laughs> uh,
1: so it sounds I like a very call, healthy marriage. Like initially when I met you, I wanted <laughs> to kill you. And now I just want to spend the rest of my life with you. <laughs> but you've had those people before, right? Where you were my people. husband. <laughs> <laughs> watch reactivity tv you can maybe understand why
0: but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so i will also be killing ai powered hmm. precision nutrition um why is that? purely for the fact that like can we just all chill out you know like let's all just like do things that make us feel good and do things that make us, the, I don't know. Like, I just think, yeah, I think there's an obsession a- area that this could go into. And like, that could be it. Like, there are people that could really benefit from this. And if you are really, like, if you are somebody that's really struggling to lose weight, for instance, and really want to, then maybe getting a CGM is really helpful for you to do that. Or if you're pre-diabetic and you really don't want to get there, this could be really great for you saying that like maybe everybody should get these things or like even my husband with his aura ring sometimes I know that's not necessarily like, nutrition based this is like sleep based so, like sometimes he gets a little obsessive over his sleep score and I'm like maybe one day you wake up and you're, and you're just like I got a shitty night's sleep or I got a great night's sleep can we just leave it at that sometimes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. let's all let's all do that and then live and see how long we live for yeah yeah
1: no it's true and I I think like with so much emphasis on AI, right? Like we lose um, intuition in a sense. And and again, like if we're, for people that like maybe don't have the knowledge or maybe aren't as con- feeling connected to their body, like that's hard to practice. But like, I would love to get to a point in myself and feeling like I, I'm hungry. I could really go for like a nice grain bowl and like have that be it. And even if that's not, like, what I'm, quote, unquote, supposed to be eating, like, I would I would like to just try to go with what I'm feeling like I, I'm wanting and needing in the moment. Um, and I think when we rely so much on technology, like, we lose that. We, like, literally give our brain to somebody else, um, so.
0: Okay, that's our game. Yes. If there are, if you all agree, listeners, if you're agreeing with our fuck, Mary kill list let us know. If you are disagreeing, if you're an ASMR lover, let us hear it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Teach me, teach me some things. point point me in a direction toward like a, I don't know, Spotify playlist or like a YouTube channel or something. I don't know. Convince me. I I, I'm open.
0: (laughs) Now, before we ended, there was one thing that we wanted to talk about where like things maybe we wish were on this list Mm -hmm. or things that we thought could be on this list. So was there anything that you could think of or was there anything you could think of?
1: Yes, actually, it's funny that you kind of opened our podcast with this because one area that I thought was really missing was something about skincare. I feel Mm -hmm. like why did we not see anything about that? Um, And so I felt like that's an area of wellness that I'm more just like seeing more about, whether it's like clean beauty or just, I don't know taking good care of your skin like we've only got one skin um and so anyway and maybe it's I'm just like more paranoid about it because I'm aging and you know thinking about that more but I would have loved to see more on the like skin care side of things that I'm, I'm just surprised we didn't really get much
0: yeah oh I really like that um and I totally agree that that's like out there right now so mm-hmm. I'm surprised um right. mine would have been like some sort of obscure trending workout mm. and wrecking doesn't count because it's not like a group workout. I love when there's like the weirdest group workout thing that like people latch onto a for a year and then forget about. And I really wanted to hear about what that was. Like, I remember a few years ago it was like a, and I really wanted to do it. It was like this surfboard class mm. where like it's like this balancing surfboard and that. like, and then like what happened to it? It's gone. I, I want to know what that one that new one is
1: yeah I mean I feel like there have been all, maybe this wasn't a group fitness class but like the moon boots yes like, people were using or actually one of or our like classes yes I, I was that literally was just where I was going it's like okay what happened like are people still doing those yeah um so yeah you're right that that did feel to be missing other than Rocky there really wasn't any exercise related wellness trend that they forecasted do you have a favorite like wellness trend like throughout the years like something that you've you've seen
0: I'd like to like I wish it was like non-alcoholic spirits or wines because like I'm not a huge drinker and like right now I'm not drinking really much of anything except really every once in a while um oh which by the way I had the Prosecco you gave me Oh. It's a fun night, and yeah, I feel like that like that whole non non alcoholic thing is really lifting off. Um, mm-hmm. and like I feel like I would be somebody that would hop on that. I just haven't really dove in. I surely haven't gotten gotten there yet.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. just like the the alcohol free.
0: Yeah. Community,
1: like- basically, or. Like here's beverages.
0: a fun, yeah, here's a fun drink. Have it or not, and it's not alcoholic. I don't know. What about mm-hmm.
1: you? Um, I love a hot girl walk. Um, that felt like it was so prominent over the last couple of years. So I like that. That like walking has become trendy. Um, I also like with TikTok things go like so in and out quickly. But like the even the tart cherry juice um at bedtime trend oh. I. I'm here for. I like it. It's made a nice addition to my like net, quote, nightcap, quote unquote. Um, so like li- like the those like micro trends that tend to like go in and out. I've I've enjoyed, but yeah, hot girl walk. I love. I did one this morning with my like big ass Stanley. You know, just like all the other gals. Yeah, hey, your Stanley. That's <laughs> that's another one. Okay. Oh yeah, that's another one. Yeah, big big water. Jug.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, those are the top 10 wellness trends from Forbes and our take on them. Mostly
1: positive, I'd say. Mostly, for sure. And if there are any of these wellness trends that you want to hear more about, if you'd like to have a, have us have a guest on to talk more about uh, clearly we have a lot to learn. Um, so if there are any of these in particular that you also want to learn more about, let us know and we will find a guest or if you can recommend someone that you think could speak on these things a little bit more, please let us know. Um, as we said, we will have a guest on to talk about cycle syncing, which Catherine and I are both excited about. So stay tuned for that. And you know, now that we are back in the recording studio, we have a lot of really fun content coming your way, but we always want to hear from you but what you wanna hear more about. So definitely reach out to us at Well at revivecfw.com for any podcast suggestions, guest ideas, listener questions, all that good stuff. Okay, so does that wrap us up for the day? Are we done? We did it? <laughs> we did it. All right, so thank you everybody for following along with us, for listening. Uh, You can also check us out on YouTube, if you're not already, at our YouTube channel, Revive Center for Wellness. Also on our YouTube channel, we have another podcast called Reactivity TV. It's actually a podcast with me and my husband where we talk about reality TV, specifically the Bachelor franchise, and it has blown up. Um, So we'd love to have you as a viewer, subscriber, liker, commenter over there as well. So go check that out. You can also follow along with us on Instagram at ReviveCFW. You can follow me at Amy Alvaro, LCSW. Catherine at Catherine Van Eyck. Check out our website, ReviveCFW.com. And again, send us those emails to Well at ReviveCFW.com. Until next time, we are wishing you well. Bye.